and welcome to more Let's, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa Way, and with me today is Brian. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Lexa. How are you doing this evening? Doing good, doing good. Uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, um, so, you know, my name's Brian, but you also might see me as Octotaco around on various discords. Um, I'm part of a gaming group out of Chicago called the Grimdark Filthy Casuals. And, you know, my background's initially in 40K and Age of Sigmar, playing a lot of GW games. But my friend introduced me to Marvel Crisis Protocol. I fell in love with how tactical the game is and just how many different options there are with different characters and how many plays you can all come up with making sort of every single turn. So uh, I quickly fell in love with the game and, and have been just trying to get into it as much as I can. Yeah. No, uh, one, one comment, I fucking love that name. Grimdark Filthy <laughs> Casuals is an amazing name for a group. Yeah, absolutely, because like our, our thing is we wanted to unite the players around Chicago um, and ended up expanding around to, you know, we had players like from Australia and Finland and stuff kind of get involved with us um, just because of how, you know, the pandemic basically forced everything kind of online, which, you know, oh, yeah. was a blessing, I guess, in disguise, but... You know, we all, all of us have, you know, lives that are going on outside of the game. You know, it is the hobby at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, and we just, you know, we want to get good at the competitive side of it. But also we love having just just having fun every single game and also getting really into like the hobby and the sportsmanship side of everything as well. So trying to be well-rounded and improve every aspect of play. Yes. So, uh... Uh, as our little icebreaker question, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Well, as at my core, I'm a convocation player, so I'm a bit biased. I do have to th say, if I had to pick just one, it'd be America Chavez. Ooh. Um, with with a kicker that I'd love to see a tactics card that lets me bring both Stranges in a single team. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to see that. <laughs> <laughs> man can dream though you know man yeah can dream. um but i i do like america chavez even if i have issues with her film yeah but i think Ooh. she could be be interesting oh, yeah. as like a like a bruiser or you know like a close range kind of like fighter yeah. sort of like another sort of ancient one type of character for complication that you know well and i also oh, think that would lead towards the thing i am hoping for which is a young avengers list Mm -hmm. where you could get a Kate Bishop and America Chavez box. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely setting it up for the MCU, so, like, you yeah. know AMG's going to be capitalizing on it, at least at some point. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Uh, America Chavez, great choice. Do really like that character. Um, there are too many good options in this game. Yeah, and you know that's half the fun. You know, every reveal you're secretly hoping it's the character that you want, and odds are it's not. But you know that yeah. keeps it. You know, it's like playing the lottery. You know, it just keeps it fun sort of every time. So I am forever uh, waiting for the day we get the runaways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, like I'm even just waiting for like Doctor Doom and you know all these like other fun characters to come into the game. And you like you know they'll be there eventually. It's just a matter yeah. of when. My my thing. Is I hope Doctor Doom comes with Victorious. I don't care about Doctor Doom. I want Victorious. Now, Doom with Doombots or Solo? 
I don't care. I want victorious. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, just because, uh, for those that don't know, Victorious is the lead general of the Latveria military? Uh, yeah, she's kind of, kind of like his right-hand man, right? Yeah. Where, I, so, I have to admit, I'm actually pretty new to the comics, you know, mm-hmm. um, my friend kind of, like, started turning me on to, like, a few series and stuff, and I, I think I recently just read, like, actually, like, the Doom series, where Victoria, I think, starts taking over after, uh. Doom gets arrested. Mm-hmm. They're trying to bring to the justice, but I uh, if if you are reading comics, I highly recommend House of X, Power of X. Um, I th- I'll have to add that into the list. I think the next one is my friend just gave me his copy of like Secret Wars, so I'm going to be diving into that in a little bit. Um, but I just read through like all the like Strange's uh main stories since like 2015 or so, sort of the more recent stuff. Yeah. Uh, so House of X, Power of X is what they did with the X-Men to make them, to, like, revive the X-Men, and it's now one of their best productions. Gotcha. Also, like, they, well, not in House of X, Power of X, it's in the, like, direct aftermath of it. They gave Kitty Pride her best outfit ever. And what is that? She's now a pirate captain. With a big <laughs> red pirate captain coat. You know, living every 10-year-old's fantasy, so. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. No, I I cannot recommend House of X Power on F- X enough. It is so good. I will definitely check it out. So, yes. But all that being said, who did you bring for us to talk about today? <sighs> Well, I brought Clea, uh, a character that's very, uh, grown very near and dear to my heart. That's someone I, I try and make excuses to bring almost every game that I can now. Yeah. Clea is an interesting piece. Um, yeah. She was one that, you know, at first I, you know, I brought her to the table and I was always just like, man, what the, what, what the heck do I do with her? She seems kind of, eh, kind of mediocre, but you know, a couple things really do sort of unlock her, um, you know, any any way she can get an extra power a turn here or there really starts to open up her kit because if she has starts with the sort of that two power, she can basically move, attack, and then throw, uh, which always feels really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she's weird because like she doesn't do a lot of damage. She can kind of put on some. She kind of does a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, the big turn for her is like if she gets attacked flips she can start a turn with a lot of power and then she can really open up with how much she can move around your own team her range three throw is really really powerful uh if you're using it well and you know don't underestimate those icy tendrils of Ictalon. every they'll come and hit you yes catch you by surprise sometimes as well um and then i do want to note her uh descent of the fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the same math as Red Skull's uh, Power of the Cosmic Cube, um, which is three power and an act for an action, and a fifty per- less than fifty percent chance to take any amount of damage. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's one of those. It's a go-to automatic most of the time. You really only have to start concerning yourself with the potential risks. You know when she's taken some damage already oh yeah you know if she has like 
two life left, three life left, and you really started to question it. <laughs> yeah, because it's, uh, having done an article on Red School a while ago, uh, the math for it is, uh, for zero damage, it's 51%. For one damage, it's 37-ish percent. I'm doing some rounding here. Uh, for two damage, it's about 10%. Three damage is one and a half percent. Four damage is 11.11%. So less than one-tenth of one percent. And then five damage, which would just stay so. Yeah. Um, is 0.0049%. Yeah. And... You know, there's an additional condition on there that your name has to be House Party Protocol Will in order for that to happen to you as well. So, <laughs> Well, it was only four for him. <laughs> well, it's, he'll get a five soon. I have faith. <laughs> he'll get it in round one. Yeah. Um, so it's like you are fairly mathematically safe. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those. Yeah, it, it kind of fits with Claire. She She comes out hot. And she's doing stuff early on. Like she likes kind of playing aggressive, um, and she opens up a lot of what your team can do. And I, we'll get more into that, I guess, as we start like working on some affiliations and yeah. kind of looking up some combos here. Because mm -hmm. she does also have innate reposition that is active from turn one. Yeah. Um, so you know, it, it's really nice. She can move herself. She can move her teammates and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is just really strong, especially if you're using it for the right characters and things like that. Yeah. So are there any affiliations that jump out to you? Um, you know, so I said the big thing that really unlocks her is sort of getting extra power. Um, I, I, I think first and foremost, Brotherhood is a natural shoe-in for her um, because the repositioning is really valuable on expensive, powerful characters. So Magneto loves her for that. You know, Juggernaut loves her for that. Um, she brings some mystic damage, which they don't necessarily have. She has a range three throw, which is also very valuable for Brotherhood. And like I said, if she's just getting a single extra power per uh, per turn, like she feels really, really strong. Or per round, she feels very, very strong. Um, so more is this bonus for that. Um, in the same vein, I do want to bring up her dad. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I almost didn't want to... Uh, I think it's her uncle, right? Um her I, uncle is uh, Dormammu. Dormammu. We're talking about Dormammu. I'm not yeah, sure. For, for most people not following what we're going on about. Uh-huh. Not 100% sure on the comics lore, but I thought it was her dad, but her relative. Yeah, you know, some, some estranged relative. You know, they don't like talking so much anymore. Um, but, yes, she's absolutely strong in there, again, for the same reasons. She's moving a very valuable piece around. Um, she's naturally innately giving sort of that extra power. Um, and the movement on, say, Odormammu is much more powerful than a movement on, say, a Magneto just because of the base size. Yeah, absolutely. You uh, know, Dor like, generally, Dormammu, like, on that first turn, if you move him up two, he's hitting everything in range four or on the center of the board, so. Oh, yeah. Um, another thing I want to bring up, um is uh the old standby not necessarily giving her an extra power but making her stuff cheaper with avengers yeah i mean she has a lot of really great uh abilities there so she you know she does love steve's leadership and she's and 
She also, I think, plays into something that we saw at our local tournament, which is the versatile strategy style of Avengers. Where you're bringing both Steve and Sam, and around round, late round two, early round three, you flip uh, to mm-hmm. Sam leadership. Because she can get a lot of effectiveness early in the game, uh, just from that Steve leadership. One round of reposition off of a single attack, one round of throw off of a single attack. Um... And then you switch into that Sam leadership when she's starting to be in danger zone. And that, mm-hmm. and then you can use her to bait triggers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and sort of in those lines too, it's like, you know, I really like her just in basic Inhumans. You know, she yeah. does really compete very heavily against Lockjaw sort of in that slot as well. Um, but, you know, she, she offers another little interesting take, a little bit more offensive, a little bit more... Uh, with control and stuff here and there. Um, and, because, uh, you know, her movement's not in action. Yeah. So. And another affiliation that is uh, uh, needs mystic damage. Um, I might, my mind is going to, you know, A-Force can definitely use her. Um, uh-huh. Sort of for that line. Because then, yeah, She-Hulk loves being moved around and helped out. She can get extra power from that. And then, you know, they don't have a ton of, like, good mystic sources. And, I mean, you know, I'd say most of the damage from Clear usually comes out from her throw. But mm-hmm. who did you have in mind? Or what affiliation were you thinking of? Um, I don't know. They, they are just... There's a couple that come to mind more because I've been playing them a bunch recently, and so I yeah. knew everyone in their category. I've been playing Cyclops X-Men recently. I love Cyclops X-Men. Actually, that's the, whenever I play X-Men, I only ever run Cyclops. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and she has, like, a not-terrible spender and being able to, like, turn one, gain a bunch of power, and then walk forward uh, to, yeah. like... Be the one move do spender battery for your team early on in the game mm-hmm. is is powerful, especially with oh my god X twenty three in in Cyclops X Men is terrifying early. Yeah, I mean, and you you know that that reposition is like good for a couple reasons because one, you know, the obvious one is you can move around big expensive characters, which is great, but she's also great at fixing. Um, you know, places like you move a honey badger around, you can get her into position. Um, You can also, you know, she's kind of funny with like stealth characters uh, because if someone activates, you can move stealth characters up and then blast that person and then move the person, you know, you know, move them back sort of outside their stealth range so they can't get retaliated like next battle round and stuff like that. So I feel like X-Men could kind of play into that a little bit, especially playing with like positions and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah. Um, and then just cause I'm always considering it because I love the character dearly, uh, Sinkable, um, just being able to late round activate a clear and position your, a character of yours next to, uh, one of their extract carriers so that they can, so they drop the ex, possibly drop the extract at upkeep is a powerful thing. Yeah, definitely. 
that that's something too you can catch a lot of people off guard with certain securities like when clea has a lot of power like she really sort of turns on these like late game plays where you're just suddenly like oh now you're starting to outnumber people on points and you oh can, yeah you know get people just into the positions where you need them to Which, be in a different way i think is very useful uh in criminal syndicate mm-hmm. yeah definitely when suddenly you're, you're getting twice the value out of moving someone onto a point yeah you go from tying the point to winning the point just by being in that affiliation but also that team has little issue getting onto points but I mean, in a world where a lot of pushes and throws exist, you know, she helps yeah. correct those. Uh, you know, because you can only have so many indomitables, right? And <laughs> yeah, she she would be like the last activation in a go wide criminal syndicate list. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So we've talked about a lot of options. Is there any that jump out to you as things that you want to build? Um, you know, I'd really love to take crack at doing her in a brotherhood list. It's something I kind of thought about for a while, but I haven't sat down to build a list yet. So it seems like a great opportunity to do stuff. Okay. So first off, uh, you were talking about Magneto Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Although I'm a big fan of Mystique's as well. Yeah. Um, um, I don't think it quite synergizes as well with, with Clea as Magneto's does. No, not quite. Um, I, I do think uh, Mystique opens up some interesting options with, you know, Sabertooth, which Clea can maybe kind of play along with too. But, uh-huh. you know, I, I think you're right in the sense that Magneto definitely gets the most utility yeah. from Clea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who is your next uh, uh, Brotherhood character? Well, it goes to, you know, I, I use um, Scarlet Witch a lot in Defenders with Clea. Uh, Scarlet Witch loves Clea as well because the positioning helps her out a lot. Yeah. Um, just letting her sort of get those double attacks off and get that power off uh, uh-huh. is very, very handy. So we have those Scarlet Witch in there. I want to throw an interesting choice out to you. I'm all ears. Uh, Colossus. Okay. Colossus is issue. He's a very good defensive tool. Um, mm-hmm. And we've already put two characters who want a little bit of excess defense, especially Scarlet Witch, just to protect them. And Colossus's big issue is that he has positioning issues. He, he takes too long to get into the fight. So Eclea pushing him forward gets him into the fight turn one. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think Colossus is pretty amazing in Brotherhood. Um, I always try and get my friend to like utilize him with, with Asteroid M to really protect like an aggressive Magneto. It's really nice that Clea in this case too could also, you know, following turns, you can kind of keep pressure up and keep Colossus kind of in range to keep Magneto safe as well. Uh-huh. Or, you know, Scarlet Witch, some of these other heavy hitters that we have. Yep. Um... But we are high on the threat total. So what is your three threat in uh, Brotherhood? Um, you know, I love Gambit. Um, nice. I think he, there's a light, lot of utility in there. You can basically get really strong pushes. Oh, yeah. And, and now the nice thing is 
Clea combos very well with push characters because her range three throw, you can usually push someone off and then activate Clea later and then throw them again and really get sort of like a double movement of yeah. getting someone out of position. Um, you know, you can also use Dark Pass with Gambit. Yep. Give your team stealth, and then Clea can basically run in, shoot somebody, and then throw them out of range and be safe from stealth from like being retaliated on and stuff uh -huh. like that too. So, so that's a fun little. Yep, I'm guessing we're getting Toad. We have a lot of big cost pieces. I think we need a Toad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Toad is just so good. Like yeah. I don't think you'll ever be disappointed bringing him on the table. Uh huh. Couldn't happen to a worse character. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe not a worse dressed character. He's a uh, he needs a wardrobe change, I think. Yeah, I I do like the newer version of Toad where he's Hacker Man. I yeah, think that <laughs> that version of the character looks really cool, and I would love to see Sweet Threat Hacker Man Toad in this game at some point. But yeah, I wonder if the web fingers though makes it harder to type though. So, but Mister Jester is just like ugh. This I mean, is it is a good way to troll your appointment, up. though. Uh -huh. um, do you get any other uh, Brotherhood members in? Well, I guess I think at this point, like, like with the core, I think you'd also want to be considering sort of the crises that you're running before you start, you know, the sort of what utility characters you kind of want in there mm -hmm. um, and who would help out. So let's see. I mean, I guess I'd be tempted to throw in Juggernaut for similar reasons. Um, usually, honestly, he doesn't probably need the positioning help as much. Yeah. And also, I think just points-wise, do we want 655 as our in-affiliation pieces? Yeah, I, you know, I can never resist going super tall, but... I'd almost, you know, instead of Juggernaut, I'd almost say, uh, I mean, I'd be tempted to kind of do a little more experimentation with Sabretooth because, yeah, I have a, I have a weird fascination with him, even though. <laughs> well, he is, I think, he, I think, the best cube carrier in the game. I, mm, I would still rate Wolverine a little bit higher. So no, uh, the reason I rate Sabretooth higher is the long move allows him to get two cubes. Round one. In a really spectacularly, as well as being able to force your opponent's cube turn one. True. Now, the only downside with that is with healing factor one, and, you know, defenses are three across the board, nothing too stellar. Yeah. I do worry about his ability to hold on to the cubes a little bit. It's, so, in my experience, he tends to out-rotate his opponents who are trying to get him off cubes. I guess that's true. You're just like, oh, I never expected me to run away, did you? Yeah. I So, basically, I just value the long move, the upgrade from medium to long move, over the additional healing factor. Um, I think Wolverine is better in a fight on cubes, but I think he's not as good of a cube carrier. I don't think he's going to score you as many VP in a turn, especially because flipped Wolverine cannot pick up cubes. True. But yeah, no, I think he is secretly one of the best cube characters in the game. Yeah, I would, I would definitely rate him very highly. 
Uh-huh. I'm not sure if I'm really to, you know, really uh, advocate the throne with my boy Logan, but we'll see. I, I it's honestly I have to, I do have to try him out more. I'm actually painting mine up because I do want to get him on the table more. Uh huh. Yeah, um, so yeah, let me let, let me throw in Sabretooth. I love running tall teams uh-huh. to maybe to my detriment, but well. Fair enough. I'll keep him in there. Uh, are there any out of affiliation characters that jump out to you as things that you want to get in here? Um, let's see. Nothing immediately on the team. Um, I do know for similar reasons. I don't know if we need another three, but I think Storm can be also quite good just because. Again, you're sort of doing the same thing with range throw. She gets access to more power. I think she wants it as well. One second, you are breaking up a little bit. Can you, Can you okay right now? Yes, there you go. You're sounding better. Okay. Um, so I I would say that, uh, but then I think there's a much more interesting piece that also has a rain sweet throw um, that came out recently, uh, which is Miss Marvel. Okay. I do like Miss Marvel a lot. Because um, either rain sweet throw or turn giant and smack them around. <laughs> uh, it's always fun if you're hiding behind a building, you turn big and you get on top of the building. Oh, yeah. Smack people around and then transform back behind it. That's always a lot of fun to do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unlike Storm, she has a flat power gen. She does. So, which really helps with those four dice attacks. Yeah. Uh huh. No. Or I guess more so when your kit is a is more focused on being a playmaker, you kind of want to be guaranteeing you're making these plays. Yeah, exactly. Um, so just one power turn, move, attack, throw is entirely possible. And you uh, also I, have the possibility of a push on that uh, attack as well. Yeah, and uh, Miss Marvel is probably the one of the best pay to flip characters in the or best characters at playing pay to flips in the game. Yeah, she's solid. She is for energy defense, and she can flip all three meteors in a single turn. Yes, uh, she's definitely up there for three threats. I think she she is not. Why in contention with some of the best four threats for pay to flips? This is fair. Um, just because there are people like I think Hella is super underrepresented on pay to flips. Just for her power generation. Uh, and the flat and fact that she is four four four, so she's good on both types. And she can double flip mutant mad uh uh yeah mutant madman turn one. Yeah, well, my favorite, uh, I see. I, I'd rate Beast as one of the best for being madman. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind throwing him in, into the brotherhood list. Once thematic, so I like that. Um, but also, you know, he's Beast is sort of this independent little brawly character. He's kind of self-supportive. Um, oh yeah. You know, and he can help support with the throw game as well. Um, and we kind of need someone that can kind of just you can chuck into the fray, you know. Yeah. 
so I sort of like him in that role as well. Um, but it, it's, it's funny, you sort of mentioned the pay to flips. I've I run beast with Dormammu, and I've done that where you know you pay mutant madman, he flips the first point, rolls a skull, gets another power. He, he hops over to the other side, flips their point, gets a skull, gets another power. And he yeah. still, he still has two power, and then he ends up throwing someone on their side, and it's just absolute chaos, and it's awesome. Uh huh, uh huh, yeah, it's it's and then. There's also the scary, scary monster for the turn two and turn three effectiveness of Black Panther on any pay to flip. Oh, yeah. It's just so fast, he's very, very scary. Yeah, and he has the automatic push off the point, so he always is getting the one less success required. He is very good on pay to flips. Um, another character I want to bring up, who I have a fascination with, and I think is maybe, maybe not what we want for this list, but I want to bring him up, because uh, you said you liked playing tall, and he does good with the movement from Clea, and gives us another big swell which is Black Dwarf. Okay. I've only ever played against him. I never used Black Dwarf myself. Mm-hmm. But I do sort of like the reverse, um, you know, the too dangerous to ignore style Yeah, taunt. intimidating presence. Yeah. With, and again, like you said, Clea really opens that up because you can just keep chucking him and teleporting him in people's faces. He has that huge base. And... He has a size four throw, which we only have on Magneto right now. And he does That's it for, for terrain, one yeah. less than Magneto. And Black Dwarf has a size four character throw. Yeah, absolutely. So that is an option. We could also just go with the inaffiliation standby that has a size four throw of Rogue. Rogue is so good. And I think... I, I think I lean here to to Rogue just to give us a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. Since we do have more expensive characters, so we want to make sure that our four threats here there, someone we can fit in. Yeah. Well, I want to bring him up. I don't think we have the room for Ma, but I do want to bring Ma up. <laughs> um. So it's like Ma falls into one of those line. Uh, the same line as um, Sandra Nova for me. We're like, I'm just not a huge fan of the mo- model. So every time I think about putting on my list, I just convince myself it's not a good idea. <laughs> well, if you want to play Brotherhood, he has a size four long throw that he can do turn one. That is true. And he can be dis he can be like weird offshoot clear of repositioning your uh uh magneto with the space jet. Yeah, I mean the the power generation and all that stuff for uh you know the utility with the space jet is definitely very nice. Uh-huh. Um, I I worry just about like he, he can be real susceptible like to just bad dice rolls as he doesn't have great dice fixing himself. Uh-huh. So if you are bringing him with Space Jam, it's, it is sixth threat. And I think there's some games where he flops a little bit. 
He loves. He does sort of like that consistency. Uh huh. But also, you can uh almost always throw fourteen dice into a person turn one. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're out to make friends, you know. <laughs> That's a good way to do it, I'm sure. And eight of those dice have a wild throw trigger, plus you do not gain power for damage dealt. That is always fun. Yeah. That that is something I didn't think was this list just because he's a five or a six and I don't think we have the room for him. But I wanted to mm -hmm. bring up. Yeah, I think well, since you know you mentioned uh, Black Dwarf, Ebony Maw. I mean, I guess you sort of have to think like, well, maybe you got to sneak clear into some Black Order at some point. Maybe. Um, does certainly help Corvus positioning. Um, she's not the first person I think of when I think of Black Order. Yeah. Uh, at least out of but, affiliation splashes for Black Order. But she could be interesting, you know, if she's sort of unlocking, you know, Black Dwarf and Ebony Maw. Right now, you don't see a lot of them from typical Black Order lists. Uh-huh. You know, maybe you know, Super Giant and um Black Swan just came Black out. Black Swan. You know, we might see that shift around a little bit. Yeah. You know, might open it up a little bit more, but you know, if Clea started activating Black Dwarf and Ebony Maw, that'd be might see something to explore. Uh well to all those Black Order players out there. Maybe we also come up have with, what you think. Yeah, we also have the Hailed of Space Maw Boncat in my local meta, so <laughs> I've seen a fair bit of Maw myself. Yeah, well, I don't doubt it. Well, it's funny. Like, I, there's a lot of it going around the discords too, and you can't deny it's good. It's just, a, you know, it's a different style. Um, I have to, you know, for me, I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't abandon my voice, my main man, Doctor Strange. So, <laughs> I'm too big of a fanboy. Yeah. yeah, I do not care about him. <laughs> Which is maybe part of the reason that movie flops so badly with me. Yeah. But, I mean, the one good thing about MCU is at least there's a million different characters that you can... Yes. One movie flops for you, usually it's not the end of the world. Uh, it is when they do character assassination of maybe the most interesting character in the MCU. I guess, did you want to take like a minute to expound on like what got you about the movie or what uh, got you about the character? We, we will talk about it off mic, but if people are interested in my full thoughts, I did do a full spoiler cast with my friend Brett over on the Patreon. Okay, cool. Uh, so this last character pick, there are a lot of interesting options, but I want to talk about an old and kind of related to a previous conversation standby, a uh, vision. Okay. I mean, I don't think you can ever pick vision and it's a bad idea. Yeah. He's just, just such a good budget for. He's just He's always as good. Yeah. And he has uh, a size three medium throw. Yeah, for two power, which I never understood. Yeah. He is very scary. Um, the other option, if you want to go for some bigger stuff, some bigger throwing, uh, is Ultron. You know, Ultron is one of those. He got a really nice rework. Oh yeah. Just, I guess maybe he's just not flashy enough, but he's very solid. Alt he and he gives out incinerate, which is a very good condition. 
It is for the right characters. Um, and he's also very good against wizards. <laughs> yeah, we definitely hate those wizards, you know. Yes, cause well, between just Magneto alone is like wizards. You are going to have a problem. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, throws are the bane of my convocation list. Mm -hmm. Well, and also the six mental defense versus wizards. Oh yeah, but the wizards don't care about that. They'll they'll break through. Your no one's mind is strong enough to resist. Uh huh. Do you have any picks that are like looking that you're looking at sideways? Um, no. I mean, I I think. In the list, I sort of like the options that Beast sort of does give. Like I said, it sort of gives that brawly kind of character. It's another another more of an aggressive three we can kind of work in. You know, okay. if we're not really feeling like Gambit in sort of those, those situations. Uh -huh. um, so I think right now, looking at the 10, I do sort of like Sabretooth for the ex, you know exploration. We have Clea there, obviously. Magneto is going to be our go-to leader. Scarlet Witch, Colossus, Gambit, Toad, Rogue, Miss Marvel, and Beast. Yeah, that seems like a solid list. Um, so let's talk about crises. Um, yeah. Um. So very naturally, uh, you know, I really like Clea on Infinity Formula. I think yep. it's one of her strongest, just because extra power generation. And also those B-style maps where yep. she's about range three between the side points. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, her, her abilities are really powerful in there. So she activates last, throws someone off of their point, and, you know, can kind of get back onto hers or whatnot and stuff like yep. that. Um, so just a quick note for everyone at home. This is being recorded a week in advance. So if things have been updated about crisis selection or tactic cards or whatever, we don't know about those yet. Yeah, they'll probably release as soon as we're done recording here. Probably. Ah, we are <laughs> recording late enough. They will release tomorrow oh, maybe, morning. Yeah. You know, 12 hours from now. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to bring up uh, Gamma Waves. Yep, very strong in gamma waves. Uh, she loves the the you know center line secures. Uh -huh. uh, I would also you know she's immune to incinerate, which is really, really nice. So she's yep. also really great on demons. Yep, that's where I was going next. So so secures are the easy part. Extracts yeah. are the hard part. And I will also say, just as a side note for uh, gamma wave, I also really love like saber tooth and that just running oh, yeah. around the outskirts doing other stuff and. Uh-huh. And so, we can I'm we can get a that. really weird and interesting Gamma Waves team of Clea, Magneto, uh, Sabretooth, and Toad mm -hmm. at 15. So yeah. What about our extracts? Uh you know, she's Extracts with Brotherhood. We're not running Colossus. So, you know, I'm never a huge fan of, like, the turn one shenanigans on, like, herbs and stuff like that. But she's not bad for something like that. I think she's good at single extracts just because she's helping your team kind of get around to them. She can control the enemy extract carriers really well. 
Um, so I want to bring up a spicy take already. Go for it. I think we're a mutant extremist team. Okay, I do kind of like the idea. Where you? So what are your thoughts behind that? Because uh, our team suddenly, we go three wide, clear, Scarlet Witch, Magneto. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of murder to throw at whoever picks up the the extreme the senator. Yeah, they're they definitely don't don't they don't want the hot potato, that's for sure. And if you're playing against a whiter team, you can pass a couple times and like eliminate a couple options early in the game and then rotate using clear to whichever option ends up picking up the uh uh senator. Mm-hmm. So I I think we don't have a terrible 14. Yeah, no, I think that's a a very strong 14. It's definitely very scary. Um, And that that point, I I think it's a nice option to have too because like the the only thing that might counteract it is if you had like a really wide um, secure or something like that where they can kind of ignore the extract. Uh Uh-huh. But I do kind of like that. So I, I think Senator's on there. I think that's a strong one. And again, I, I, my general consensus, I always like going taller on small, yeah, uh, crises or threat values, just because, you know, at small points, Magneto becomes so much harder to work, you know, work around. You know, uh-huh. these powerful characters are less diluted at low threat values. Uh huh. Find much more powerful. So I do like Senators. Um, so what is your next one that you're looking at? Hmm. So let me see. Um, I think there's a crisis that we talked about earlier. Like, you know, I'm also inclined to run, like, I think she likes research station. Just control around the points. Always really, really good. Um, and again, that's one of those, oh, come fight in the center, which, you know, people don't like going to the middle against Uh Brotherhood. So that's always a good one, too. And then we have Sabretooth, so I do want to bring up Cube. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I think, especially in like attrition style teams, I do like the uh, Cube play just because people are sort of taking damage for it. Oh yeah. Um, and it's always fun running those healing factor people around with cubes. Uh huh. And again, Clea's are really great with the Cube too. Yeah. She's she's a little precarious with the Cube at times, but she's good with it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you love gambling, you, know, you love playing the lottery, then you'll love playing. <laughs> if you love being in the danger zone. Yeah. Um. So, uh, now let's get into tactics cards. Uh, I think uh, Asteroid M. Yeah, pretty much a must. Let's see. Um, is it Magnetic Refraction? Uh, Magneto's cover card. Okay. Yes, magnetic refraction. Yeah, and that's pretty strong. A little more protection there for Cleo. Yep. Um, um, I already mentioned Dark Pass. I really like that with Gambit yep. and some of the stuff we can do here. Cleo does not have any cards of her own. Nope. Now, some type of heal generate. Excuse me. Um, is pretty useful. You know, another thing Clea can do is she also is not a bad field medic if we want to kind of go that route. Um, 
you know, if she needs to uh, field dressing somebody, yep, she can usually move and get up the power and do that. You know, Brotherhood generally has the power. You know, especially if you bring back a meteor, it can be pretty strong. And then I also think we just want med pack. Yep, med pack I think, will be. I, I think we're good enough against those, and we're going to be controlling the amount of terrain well enough that I think we can go without base. Yeah, I I think I'd, I'd agree with that. And then I also want to bring up no more mutants. Now, no more mutants, popular one. I actually prefer Scarlet, which is other card. Ooh, wins the chaos wins the much chaos. more. Main reason being is it gives me access to a way to remove stagger, especially from Magneto. Ooh, yes. Also, you give uh, out Root, Hex, or Incinerate, which are all amazing conditions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the you know, sometimes it's the difference, too. Like, if you're running cubes and you're just like, oh, man, I need to avoid being dazed next turn. From the cube, you can always heal that one extra. It's yep. It matters not in every situation, but when it does, it can be pretty big. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I think Winds of Chaos is really, really powerful if I'm expecting to get CC'd or controlled by a condition, something like that. Yeah. Um, are there any other cards that jump, uh, character-specific cards that jump out to you? Uh, you know, I, I just with Sabretooth, if, you know, um, exceptional healing is incredibly strong, it's just a question of, is it worth, worth it since we're only having on Sabretooth? Are we going to run into too many character-specific cards at that point? Yeah. Um, let's see about what general cards we want and then come back to that discussion yeah right now i'd say put it on a sideboard and we'll see how much yeah. uh, like other room we'll sort of have um mm -hmm. as well um but you know we're running these center line secures you got to consider bitter rivals for i guess we can pick our you know restricted cards yeah because uh, we're not bringing breaks um I would prefer the healing from med, the generalized healing from med pack over, because we have a lot of characters that will survive one shot, and then med pack will do a lot mm -hmm. of uh, being more effective healing than just 3 HP, because of just the way that these characters interact and are defensive. Mm -hmm. uh, over the like minus one attack die, minus one defense die. But that's just personal perception of it that makes sense yeah so are you thinking run field dressing and med pack yes okay especially because field dress med pack magneto towards the end of their turn and then get an activation with him seems scary always is uh, and you know field dressing just wins games just because oh, yeah. You know, you feel dress someone that's on a point or that, you know, was contesting a point and now they're contesting it and stuff like that really flips. Yep. Flips the objective points, uh, the victory points are there. So. so I do want to bring up sacrifice. I that's actually what I was just about to suggest. Um, again, anytime you got powerful characters. Yep. Sacrifice is always amazing. Um, you know, especially it's one of those two, like, you know. Clea takes some damage early from herself. She has one or two left. Uh -huh. Just a big attack to sacrifice it onto her, and she'll come back next turn oh, with yeah. a lot of power. Oh, yeah. Great value. Also, you know, sacrifice on the Toad's also hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, you know, 
Toad's not no longer relevant after the early game, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. big fan, do love. Yeah, um, I think we want an indomitable. Yep, uh, always strong against pushes or pulls. Yep. Um, not oh. restricted, at least not yet. Not yet. That could change by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, that's true. I I will say I it is a good card. I think it's a little overrated, but it is definitely a good card. Um, and I want to bring up climbing gear. I was gonna say I I do want some kind of out of activation movement. Um, climbing gear usually the downside three power is a little harder to come by, but not a problem in Brotherhood. So yeah. I do like that a lot. Uh-huh. I was actually contemplating tactical analysis, but Ooh, yeah. But again, like I think you can usually afford the three powers, so climbing gear is uh-huh. probably the stronger pick in that case. Yeah. And then, um, I want some spice in here. Thinking offensive spice, defensive spice. I am trying to think. We are playing a tall list with a character that can generate three power in a turn. How do you feel about inspiring monologue? Uh, I I really do love the card. Um, it's really great uh, for some bigger def- uh, like you know defensive pools. So Magneto loves it. Scarlet Witch really does appreciate it as well. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's definitely a strong card. I, the usually the only downside I ever have it is I usually want it the most when I don't have priority. <laughs> yeah, that's... and I don't have time to get it activated. But it is really nice, uh, you know, for that turn where you know Magneto's going to kind of go in and get really aggressive, uh, or you know, like Scarlet Witch is going to be in the center. You know, she's going to start getting targeted. Um, or, I think it's wait, a wonderful suggestion. Or it is also very powerful on the turns where you need. Well, you want your damage dealer to survive, but the priority is to get your points away from damage dealers. Yeah. Where if Clea has, like, a point, if, if she's holding an extract, you can spend the power, do inspiring monologue on someone, and then just run away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think it has play in this list. Yeah, for sure. It, it's one I think it's always been good. Like I, yeah. I every time I've brought it, I've really appreciated or liked it. Um, you know, sometimes like you inspiring monologue someone, and then they'll just ignore the person. But then you know that's also mission accomplished. Where oh, like, yeah. okay, cool. Like you didn't remove the piece I you really didn't want you to. So. Uh huh. So yeah. Well, I I think that's a very solid tense card. Yeah. Let's see. I think I have. We have nine so far. Yeah, nine if we don't include exceptional healing. I have ten even not including exceptional healing. Uh, let me see. I have Indomitable, Sacrifice, Med Pack, Field Dressing, Dark Pass, Magnetic Refraction, Asteroid M, Inspiring Monologue, and Climbing Gear. Ah, uh, Whims of Chaos. Oh, yes, thank you. Forgetting my own suggestion here. <laughs> yes! 
when you suggest it so so vehemently, you forget to put it down on your own piece, uh, piece you of know, paper. I'm at, I'm I, I myself am at the whims of chaos, so yep. can't remember half my rules sometimes in some games, it feels like. So yeah, this looks like a very fun roster. Mm-hmm. Um, for everyone at home, the full roster is Clea, Magneto, Scarlet Witch, Colossus, Gambit, Toad, Sabretooth, Miss Marvel, Rogue, and Beast. That is mostly Brotherhood affiliated. Yeah. Uh, and then Asteroid it goes M, down. Yeah. Asteroid M, Magnetic Refraction, Dark Past, Field Dressing, Med Pack, Wings of Chaos, Sacrifice, Indomitable, Climbing Gear, and Inspiring Monologue. And then for Secures, we have Infinity Formula Goes Missing, Gamma Wave Sweeps Across the Midwest, and Demons Downtown has all come up and come due. And then for Extract, we have Mutant Extremist Target U.S. Senators, Research Station Attacked, and Struggle for the Cube Continues. Also, I want to bring up that I think Inspiring Monologue will be really good on our 14 team. Where we have two oh, major absolutely. damage dealers, and we are... And we're running three wide. Oh, uh, absolutely. So you can activate one, that one goes off, and then inspiring monologues the other one so that they can survive to go off. Absolutely. And we all know, you know, Magneto loves talking. Just utterly so it's very fitting. <laughs> Just soliloquies for days. Absolutely. So I think that's the only thing is if you play that card, you actually have to be monologuing the whole time. I think that's a little much. <laughs> you know, that's the only way you can get the real value out of the card. Yes. Um. So if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Um, so I am on Instagram. You can see some of my painting on Octotaco7 is around there, but also grimdarkfilthycasuals.com if you guys are interested in 40k. <laughs> you know, eventually we'll probably get some Marvel content out there, you know, maybe uh, some other stuff as well. But, uh, you know, on that website, you can find links to all our social media and you can reach out to me through that. You can join our Discord if you guys want to chat or, you know, if you just have like questions on painting or anything that you see on my Instagram, like, Send a send me a DM and we'll we'll get chatting. Uh huh. And if you want to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on all the non MCP discords. If you want to support the show and get those wonderful bonus episodes that I talked about earlier, as well as access to the Morlocks Discord where you can see all of my custom content, uh, workings, uh, you can find that at Patreon.com/slash Lexa White. Uh. And there should be some exciting stuff coming up in July. This has been a kind of a quiet month, mostly because it's been a busy month for me. Uh, yeah, working absolutely. a lot at the Willowink, because this is graduation season and got stuff going on with that. It's the calm before the storm, Alexa. Actually, this is the storm before the calm. Because <laughs> uh, summer is actually one of our quietest periods, because people want to go skate outside. That is true. Um, the storm is when it starts raining. Me. So, yeah. Um, uh, and then... Uh, 
If you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com, uh, where you can uh, just reach out and talk to me. I know there is an upcoming event locally if you're in the Seattle area uh, down in Lacey at the Olympic Olympia Hotel on July 23rd. I will not be there because I am working. But I do want to shout out just the local tournaments going on around me. So if you are in the area and want to do another big Marvel Crisis Protocol tournament, there you go. Um, so yeah, it is. That one is super. Uh, I hope that one goes really, really well for them. I'm super excited to hear about it. Um, so yeah. And then if you want to see, I will occasionally be showing up on the Board Game Dome to play just random board games, and we're looking to stream more Marvel Crisis Protocol going forward. And then most Saturday, Sundays, and Tuesday mornings uh, at twitch.tv slash codabgames, I do uh, custom Arkham Horror the Card Game stuff with the titular Codab. Thank you. Waiting for that rule set to be released. Uh, which rule set? Your, Ar your custom Arkham Horror characters oh. for MCP. That'll be a while. <laughs> That'll be a while. Because, like, the power gap in that, it's mostly dudes with guns or girls with old books and magnifying glasses. And then giant cosmic beings. It would be a set of all oh. two threats and eight threats. Pen's mightier than the sword, you know. You have a chance. Sure. <laughs> Cthulhu's, what, what level threat would he be? He's on the scale of Dormammu. He would be an 8 threat. Yeah. Have his own affiliation that he would force you into. But yeah. Um, I may have to take that on someday, but we shall see. It is. That, that'll be after the versus Capcom expansion, for sure. Well, I look forward to it whenever it comes out. Uh, so, uh, thank you very much for coming on. No, well, thank you very much for having me. I was definitely excited to get this list down. I'm even more now to get it on the table. So, yeah, it's, it was a true blast. So, thank you very much. And keep experimenting, people.